Hey everyone, it's Anil from Live, Breathe, Believe. So the last couple weeks, months, we've been in a lockdown uh, all over the place, whether it be in the UK, uh, in Europe, uh, in the US, in Asia. Uh, and I think one, one shining light has been the opportunity to do sport, whether that be inside your own, your own living room uh, or in your backyard or going for a run on the streets or in the park. Uh, doing hit, uh, it, it's. I think exercise has been something that has given people hope uh, and also uh, motivation. One thing I've had the opportunity to do uh, while we've been in lockdown is provide PE courses uh, or what I'm calling 30-minute hit sessions with the kids uh, of some of my peers at Nike. And it's so amazing watching them compete with each other uh, as siblings uh, and as peers, like, you know, on Zoom. Uh, but also what's been great is watching the parents do it with them. And it's it's cool that I'm actually the one that's been doing it with them, given that when I was actually their age, I wasn't the most, uh, let's say, active. Um, well, I was active. I was quite hyperactive. But I wasn't someone who was doing exercise or sport uh, in a traditional sense, whether it be by myself or whether it be with the team. So let me actually tell a bit you tell you a bit more about me as a kid growing up. So when I was their age, uh, so let's say my, my you know when I was in single digits, when I was five, six, seven, I was an incredibly hyperactive kid. Uh, I wasn't properly disciplined by my parents. Told, hey, calm down. You need to do this. You need to do that. Um, I was the one who was pretty much uh, all over the place. My sister, on the other hand, she was the one that had the opportunity to do gymnastics and play sports. So someone that I look up to, and I'm going to come back to my sis and how she kind of what was a source of inspiration for me. So when I was growing up, I, I was asthmatic. Um, I was actually uh, admitted to the hospital when I was four years old. And so when I was four, five, six, I, I don't know, maybe my parents thought, maybe I thought that in addition to me being a bit hyperactive, I wasn't in the right, let's say, physical state to, to exercise or do team sports. Um, when I look at my nephew today, my nephew already, he's 10 years old. He's swam. He's done karate. He's, um, he's been playing tennis, been playing tennis at an incredible level. He's only 10 years old. So I kind of think about him like, wow, you know, what was it that I did? Well, I joke with people. I tell them I was a surfer. Well, more of a channel surfer. I was a couch potato. I watched a, a heck of a lot of TV. Uh, and whenever I got a chance, I did, have a, I did have a bike. I would go out with some friends and go for a ride around the neighborhood. But that was pretty much it. I did want to do karate and martial arts. Uh, and so my parents actually did have me do a trial course uh, at the local karate studio or dojo. Um, and let's just say after one lesson, the instructor pretty much told my parents, yeah, your son lacks a bit of discipline and it, he's difficult to kind of keep our eyes on while we're trying to teach uh, the other students. So that was a no-go. And also the friends that I had at that time, they didn't play very many sports. So I wasn't really pushing myself and I wasn't pushed or encouraged my parents to, 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 to be active and to play sport. I think what I did do is I did take swimming lessons. I think I made it up to the dolphin level. Um, so I think that qualifies me for doggy paddle and back float. Um, so didn't have a mentor, didn't have a coach, and so didn't really have much athletics uh, at that period of my life, um, which is a direct contrast in terms of where I am now 
uh, and something I'll talk to you more about soon, the friends that I have now who do keep me honest, who do encourage me and inspire me um, and are quite active. When I then moved to India, um, I did play sport from a, you know, in terms of PE. So doing a bit of uh, yoga, doing, playing cricket, playing field hockey, um, but I never did it on my own back. It was always part of school. So never felt like I self-motivated to, to do exercise. Uh, and so when I actually returned from India, I, that's when I picked up basketball as a sport that I wanted to play. Um, and I think I mentioned in my last podcast, I was not good at it. Uh, I did show up to every practice. I did shoot hoops. I did suicide drills. I ran around with, with the guys, passed back and forth. Um, could never spin a ball on my hand, on my finger. Um, barely managed the layups. And maybe I got too much into my head thinking, oh, you know, being hard on myself and not really just kind of, you know, enjoying it. I, I rather was probably really unnecessarily hard on myself. Um, so even though I played in a couple of games, uh, I never really played out a full season. And when I finished eighth grade and was going into high school, you know, I had a conversation with my sister and she's like, bud, you're not going to be at that level to play JV basketball in high school. Um, I did try out. Uh, I did make the cut. So I think uh, it's cool that I continued to play basketball uh, with friends and myself on my driveway. Um, so if I kind of think about myself when I was in high school, uh, my health wasn't that great. Um, I still was asthmatic. My waist was a 36. Uh, it's not that I was I was fat or overweight, but I was definitely chubby. Uh, I was eating fast food all the time. Taco Bell, if I told you my order, a taco, two tacos, two spicy bean burritos, a chili cheese burrito, and a tostada. And yes, a seven-layer burrito because not all of that was enough. Uh, and I would probably eat that maybe twice a week or at least a couple times a month uh, in addition to the McDonald's and other, other junk foods that you can probably get as a kid growing up in the U.S. So yeah, there was no mindfulness about my lifestyle, my eating. Um, although my sister, when she would visit back from college on, on breaks, she'd say, right, bud, I think you might need to, you know, drop a pound or two or, or go for a run or something, do, do anything. Um, nope, didn't stick. So when I ended up going to college, graduating, um, actually before I graduated, when I was in high school, you know, the friends I had, they, they didn't play proper sports, but we would play volleyball, you know, on the weekends or in the evenings. Um, I was never really great at it. I was never really coordinated. Uh, and so, you know, I never really got into it, but I did do debate. So I did, let's say more mental activities, um, youth and government and things, but I never really got into that physical side of things. So I thought, nope, this is not for meant for me. My dad did get me a, a membership at the local gym, but I, I probably went a couple times a week, but nothing that I could say I took seriously. I really understood the benefits of what I was doing and, and, and doing it correctly. Uh, when I went to college. Um, I started, I met a buddy of mine and he and I started playing racquetball. So he taught me how to play. And the summer between my freshman and sophomore year, I gave up the junk food. I played racquetball three to four times a week for at least an hour, an hour and a half a day. Uh, gave up the soft drinks, gave up all the junk food. And I ended up dropping 25 pounds, which was incredible. Um, had got to buy, you know, new wardrobe and, uh, got myself a haircut. So I think, you know, just cutting my hair alone, probably lopped off a, a couple pounds. If, if you saw the Afro back in the day, you, you'd, you'd be impressed. It was definitely Bollywood style hairdo. Um, so that stuck with me. So I continued to play racquetball and I continued to be a bit more active than I was. Um, but really, you know, a turning point came, you know, at the start of my junior year in, in college. So in 99, when I looked at myself in the mirror of a banana Republic while I was in the fitting room and I thought, right, I really need to work out. This is, this is not good. Um, and so 
you know, another friend of mine who I met, and you're probably noticing a theme here. These are friends that are helping me and inspiring me to, to train. Uh, he was an ex-Marine and he worked out, did nutrition, supplements, protein, etc. So he and I started training together a couple times a week. And, and I think that's when I got into a real groove of, of weightlifting and weight training. I wouldn't run. I think the max cardio I would do is a five-minute warm-up. Um, I think when I was a kid and growing up, my mile was, I think, 12 minutes to do a mile. Um, I just did a PB a couple months ago, and I was around, I think, now seven and a half minutes to do a mile. So definitely the health has improved, but we'll, we'll come to that. So I started doing weight training, and, and, and that's when I started to factor in the nutrition and the right level of, of protein to, to actually help me develop and, and grow. And I, uh, I got into that whole cycle of you need to do one gram of protein for every one pound of body weight. So every meal was nearly 40 grams of protein. Um, so yeah, 160 to 170 grams of protein a day, uh, which, you know, plus creatine, plus, you know, glutamine, all these supplements. And, you know, it was great. I, I had no issues, but I think I, I started to lose the, the luster for, for food because pretty much every other meal was a, was a protein shake uh, out of a powder, out of a, out of a packet. Um, so I then graduated and in 2003, um, met a couple guys at my local gym. And not only did we start training together, we became best friends. And, you know, again, this is when I think I got off more of the supplements and got more into normal foods. But yeah, these were the days when I was eating five eggs every morning for breakfast, nearly five to six days a week. Um, so anyways, you can start to tell that I was training, weightlifting, not much cardio, but diet and health was starting to play a bigger role. And, you know, it, at this point in time, my, my, my brother-in-law, um, my sister's ex, he actually said to me, you know, you should consider going to work in sporting goods uh, one day. And I was like, no, no, I want to go into investment banking. Um, little did he know that, yes, uh, two decades later, I would be working for Nike. Uh, funny how things come around full circle. So I then moved to London to do my MBA. And I would say between 2006 and 2013, I kind of lost the cycle of friends that I could work out with, train with. Um, and I ended up gaining a lot of that weight that I'd lost back. And I think, you know, at the end of 2012, I was at my high point. I was, I think, back up to 93, 94 kilos. And so then in early 2013, uh, I picked up Insanity. And I started doing that by myself. And I ended up you know, giving up beer and, and watching my diet, getting back to the right nutrition. And I ended up dropping 10 kilos. So I dropped down to about 83 kilos. And you know, from those of you that listen to my podcast on doing the 70.3, that's when I started to really get into my full swing of, of doing you know, triathlon training with my friends. Uh, and I think that's when I started to really build the desire and the, uh, the motivation to not only look after my health and what I eat and drink, but also the type of fitness I do. And I almost started to become a dabbler, you know, and, you know, for a guy who said I would never run, uh, I completed my first 10 K, uh, in 2012. Uh, and I still have that medal. I was looking at it the other day. Uh, and it's funny how far I've come from doing, you know, a 10 K run, in 2012 to having done, you know, an ultra marathon or nearly an ultra marathon, uh, a 45 K trail marathon in December of last year. So, you know, this is, this is where, again, it's been a balance. It's been a journey. It's not happened overnight. And I know a lot of people sometimes struggle to motivate, to work out. They struggle to eat the right foods. They wonder what is the quick fix or the long-term fix. And I guess you can just say, I've, I've kind of found it over the last, you know, two and a half decades. Um, but just something that I've, things that I've learned in terms of developing a healthy lifestyle, I learned five things. The first thing I learned is you have to make it your own. Uh, it has to be something you want to do. You, you can't force exercise upon yourself or a diet or nutrition or certain foods upon yourself. It, you, you're almost gonna, you're gonna hate it. Uh, your body's almost gonna reject it. 
Um, and, and that's the last thing you want. If anything, you want your body uh, and your tummy to, to embrace the, the foods you're eating um, and the exercise that you're doing, whatever form it takes. Uh, I was watching uh, the Iron Cowboy and you know, he, for him, it was doing 50 Ironman in, in 50 consecutive days. For his mom, it was just running the last 5K of each of those races. And you know, that was her, her, her exercise, that was her challenge. And so it's just finding your own challenge and making it your own. The second was finding the healthy mix of diet and workout. You know, there were times where I said, I don't wanna be the guy who eats and therefore can exercise or exercises and therefore can eat. I, I kinda want them to be a bit separate. But you know, 70% of it is diet and 30% of it is, is exercise. So you know, it's all about finding the right balance of what you enjoy eating and maybe finding some substitutes for things that you do enjoy eating um, that may not be as good for you or you know, having a cheat day. I think sometimes I, I just take a day where I'm like, you know what, I'm gonna eat whatever I wanna eat today and then the next six days I'll be healthy. Um, I've never done the intermittent fasting, uh, you know, never done it and taken it seriously, but I think that's also, I've heard some good success with it. The third thing is you gotta surround yourself with like-minded people. Uh, I, growing up, obviously didn't have that. I had friends that played basketball, but not, didn't take it too seriously. All the way to the point where I'm now where, you know, my friends, you know, we love to ride together on the weekends, go for runs, go for swims. Uh, we like to do hit, we like to weight train. I mean, the fact that now these kids that I'm training, how amazing is that? They're now part of my, my circle of like-minded folk who, who wanna train three days a week with me uh, and do some pretty tough exercises, but they end up doing it even better than me, if not better than their parents. And they bring the smiles and the enthusiasm to go with it. So you have to surround yourself with like-minded people who, who do keep you honest. Uh, the fourth is you need to have a clear goal of what you wanna achieve and make it tangible, make it realistic. But the most important thing is the process that you wanna follow in order to get there. So is it a clear regimen where you block out times in your diary, you know, where you actually train or, you know, where you decide here's my shopping list and here's what I want to buy and here's what I want to cook, um, going to YouTube, reading certain articles, you know, training with friends, um, you know, they go for a run, you go for a run, you know, maybe not at the same time, but in the same day. I, my buddy Ed, he'll still message me, you know, every now and then in the mornings, like, hey, so what's on for today? Not what my plan is for work, but what's my plan for training? I have actually now invested in a, in a PT I've invested in a uh, triathlon coach. So they are two investments that take up, uh, you know, a, a chunk of, of my income. But, you know, I know that I'm getting it back in my, my, my wealth is going into my health. And the last thing I would say is exercise should be inspiring. It should inspire you and hopefully it inspires those around you. It shouldn't create doubt. It should actually create more self-assurance. And just remembering that anything is possible, you know, whether it's starting with a kilometer and gradually building up to doing your first 5K, 10K, half marathon, marathon, or maybe that's not for you. It's doing a spin class because you don't want to cycle outside. You don't want to jump on that bike and ride around. Or it's jumping in a pool and, and doing some lengths. Anything is possible as long as you put your mind to it. So I realized in, in hindsight that I wasn't really great at team sports. However, ironically, the individual events that I did, I did it and I, it, it really was fostered by doing group training. Um, and so you may not be great in teams, but that doesn't mean you can't play with others uh, and train with others. So definitely find a way that works for you. But if you do or have done team sports, hey, that's absolutely incredible because I think you'll learn a lot more from team sports than just being active. Um, and remember, don't, don't take diet for granted. It is really important, but it's finding the right nutrition not diet. That's something I try to use. You know, you're, you're trying to nourish your body, your mind, and your soul. Find a way to keep them all in sync. So the last thing I'll share with you before I go is, you know, somebody asked me, somebody very near and dear to me asked me, what is my philosophy? What is it something that I'd like to share with others when it comes to being active? Well, it shouldn't be a punishment. It should be a way of life. 
Uh, it's not something you have to add on to your life. It's something that you weave into your life, almost make it part of your DNA, uh, make it part of yourself. Um, you know, I used to train for events and as this lockdown and, and this coming summer shows, events are canceled. So am I really training for events? No, I'm not. Uh, I encourage you to do what I do, which is train for life. Uh, you know, whether that's mind, body, and soul or all of the above. This is Anil. Hey, it was great catching up with all of you. Uh, feel free to subscribe uh, and share my podcast. You can either do it at Spotify or you can do it on Apple Podcasts. Have a great week. Big hugs and lots of love. Take care.